Good afternoon, this is David speaking here. Today we're going to look at uh, three bank shares and um, why I think they might be good value to buy or invest in in the medium to long term. It's currently the 4th of October 2020 and just before the elections, the US elections, Trump currently has COVID and uh, is in the hospital recovering and um, yeah, a lot of volatility in the market. The bank stocks on both the US and the UK side have been hit uh, significantly and some are uh, trading below their netbook value. So their market value is lower than the amount of money that they've got in the bank. So the market is assuming that they're going to make so much losses that um, it's going to wipe out perhaps a lot of their um, netbook value as well and the amount of money that they've got in the bank for a rainy day. Could be true given Corona, but given... 2008 happened and the financial crisis made banks uh, regulations change which meant they had to hold additional capital and liquidity they look in much better shape now than they did last time round and should be able to withhold um, this pandemic um, but that's my opinion certainly do your own research go with your own gut feeling this isn't um, advice to buy these shares it's just something that I think should warrant some further research so let's jump into the first one and um, that would be NatWest Group. NatWest Group previously was uh, RBS so if you look at the charts they only start from July this year however if you go to RBS it will show you the 10-20 year charts and um, essentially at 109 pence which the share price currently is in old money in RBS before the split that works out as really 11 pence. I think RBS used to be six pounds, um, and then went down to 11p because of the um, problems they had during 2008 financial crisis. Um, now the government owns uh, circa 70% of the shares. It's uh, well capitalised. It's, it's got a lot of liquidity. Um, however, at the moment, the Bank of England has stated that no UK banks are allowed to pay out dividends. Uh, therefore, RBS can't pay out a dividend. But once it starts to pay out a dividend, uh, which may be soon, may be delayed due to Corona, but if it does eventually, you may be looking at a dividend yield around 10% per year. Um, that's just my opinion. But if you look through things, once the Bank of England's lifted uh, the dividend ban, um, that that could be something that they use. The new CEO uses. Um, to drive the share price higher, given that they have uh, sufficient capital in the bank. So if you look at their core tier one capital ratios, you'll see they have um, a lot of capital, and compared to their market value, what here is um, 13.3 billion pounds, I believe they've got about 30 billion uh, circa tier one capital in the bank, so it sh shows a big buffer um, for losses. Um, but yeah, certainly do your own research. Um, it's high risk. If you look for the last 10 years, it hasn't moved much. And um, some um, some people out there would say when it was compelling 10 years ago, what makes it different now? Um, and, and yeah, it's, it's something to consider. Banks, the banking sector at the moment is out of favour. Uh, tech sector is very much in favour. But given that uh, there's limited downside um, with these uh, low market values compared to net book values, and uh, some of the US banks are certainly profitable still and um, should reflect similar into the UK. So the second share that um, I think we should have a look at is HSBC. Um, yeah, so HSBC, this is also, uh, the ticker is in London, 
.l um, but you can get RBS and HSBC on the American exchanges if you're an American investor. Um, but yeah, so currently HSBC is at uh, £3.8 um, a share and if you look at, we're on the maximum chart here, going back to 1988, um, you've really got to, got to get to 1996 and then again at the bottom of the Asian financial crisis in 1997 after that to hit the, the lows that um, we're currently experiencing. So. We're looking at 30 year lows for a bank um, that could arguably be um, the biggest bank in the world, if not top five. And uh, they've got so much liquidity, I think, I believe they've got more deposits than loans. Um, their market capitalization is also uh, below its net book value, as in the amount of capital that's got in the bank. Um, but the main compelling thing for me is if you, you look over a, what would that be, 20 year period, maybe 30 year period, um, you can see we're at um, a multi-decade low here and if you look over the medium to short term you would maybe expect it to get back to certainly the £5.50 or the £7.50 mark. Again, similar to the RBS, the Bank of England has um, banned dividends and uh, once HSBC is allowed to pay a dividend that should be around the 9%, 10% dividend yield mark also. And if you look at uh, HSBC as being a worldwide bank, okay, it's got issues, it's exposed to China um, and it's exposed to America and both of them have got issues with HSBC uh, from a, a regulatory perspective and um, other things that have been occurring uh, around the world from a political standpoint. However, just the sheer size of, of this bank and the, the way it makes profit all around, I agree that there's um, cost cutting um, reductions to occur that can uh, go further and currently what's happening it may be too big to manage but the sheer um, size of the different parts of the business uh, and its constituent parts um, would justify this valuation in my opinion I own shares in HSBC uh, I'm not saying that you should go and buy them but it's certainly something that you should look at and this would be a great eyes play or a dividend income play for a passive investor in say a year's time um, but yeah moving on to the the third one and, and the final one for today is Standard Chartered again um, this one's based in London um, well the shares are but you can you can get them on other exchanges around the world if you're a, if you're a national investor uh, currently on a price to earnings ratio of 6 uh, it does pay a dividend but it's very small and in the grand scale of things but um, the main point, similar with other UK banks, as um, we're, we're talking multi-year uh, lows, and um, this could be well, Bank of England raised slightly bottomed. Um, this this could be a, a good time to get into the the banking sector, given good news in the US banks, um, suggests that the, the there's profitability to be there um, during this crisis also, and. Um, yeah, there, there's got to be banks at the end of this and um, these big players have, have built moats. Okay, we've got fintech, but the stickiness of uh, customers and clients, especially have got mortgages or loans and in the UK, certainly the areas of the UK, um, the market share of, of one bank just means that it, there's not really anywhere else to go if you want a mortgage, a remortgage or a loan. 
Uh, you've got to go to the likes of RBS, Lloyd's, Barclays. Um, not necessarily Standard Chartered. Standard Chartered actually is more Asia focused um, and in corporate banking as well as other, th other current banking in Asia. Um, however, it's, it's, it's got trading and, and other things that um, these big banks have. It's a bit more of an Asia play, but uh, six times price to earnings, low market capitalization. And when you're looking at banks, look at their core tier one capital. That's effectively the amount of money they've just got sitting in the bank for a rainy day. If that amount is higher than the market capitalization, um, as in here it's 11 billion in standard charters case, well, and I would suggest that at least factor in how many billions of losses you would think that crisis or pandemic or that economic downturn will occur at that moment in time and take it from there do you still think there is this amount of money left in the bank after that crisis has taken all the losses given or take they're still going to make some profits elsewhere and in my view the the banking sector is unloved at the moment it might take a while for it to be in vogue and in favor uh, however in the long run you should see some normalization of the share prices that go back up to its um netbook value rather than trading at a discount to that so yeah i'm finished there and uh, hopefully there'll be another episode soon uh, or at all and then we'll, we'll focus on some other shares when we look at the technology sector um, until then uh, have a great one